Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Alright guys, welcome back. This is episode number 57. <gasps> Climbing. Yeah, we are climbing. This is really good. Um, we're going to be finishing up the Marvel draft. We have a classic matchup between Team Keith and Team Saf. It's going to be very good because the underdog, Keith, we didn't expect to get out of the first right. round. I wasn't expecting me to get out of the first round. <laughs> Thanks for the votes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be figuring that out. And then we're also going to play for third place, which is just going to be like kind of like a, hey, we're in third place. Good job. Uh, <laughs> that's that's pale and, and Dustin. Our teams are stacked, but we're trash. Just to look ahead, I looked at the thing, and it's got Ant Man versus the Wasp. Oh, oh, yes. oh, no. oh man! Oh, but boy. that's coming up later. Yeah, yeah. Definitely coming up later. Well, it's coming up now, soonish. Um, and we have some uh, more beers. Plus, we have another brouhaha. So I'm pretty excited about that. Hopefully, everyone here is excited about that. So let's get. To the Marvel Challenge for third place. Hoorah! <laughs> third place. All right, so right, let me see if I can I, – I have my team. I'm going to pull up the other team just to make sure that we have everything set up because without me, uh, last week, Pale would have had the wrong order. So uh, we're just going to double check. All right, so third place, it is Dustin versus Pale, and we have Star-Lord, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Thor, Scarlet Witch versus Cap – Wolverine, War Machine, Stephen Strange, and Gamora. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if you haven't been listening, go back a couple episodes. What are you doing listening today? Fifty-five. Listen to the draft first, and then listen to the first round. It's like you just started watching the final four <laughs> in the final four. <laughs> All right. With that said, sorry, I don't mean to mock you all the time, but, you know, as a listener, you should be used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. You get on this podcast. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, so for the first right. round matchup, we have the leaders, Cap versus Star-Lord. <sighs> Here's an interesting match. So... Cap's more of a ground. Star-Lord can do a mix of both, so mm-hmm. he's got the advantage on that front. But Cap's shield also gives him the advantage there. You can block anything he throws at him. Mm-hmm. I feel like a hand-to-hand combat, like Cap would just dominate star He would obliterate yeah. him. But Star-Lord's also got the blasters, which mm-hmm. Cap doesn't really have, but I think his shield and the throwing of the shield is still going to... He could take away the rocket feet if he could well-placed shield throw. Right. And Cap is much higher on the list than Star-Lord is. Yeah. He's stronger. He's probably faster if if you don't include, like, the whatever technology Star-Lord has. Yeah. Uh, Just a reminder, since this is the third round, we're going to keep this very brief. So, first instincts, probably. Yeah. Um, as a non-bias, I'm in the competition. I'm actually leaning towards Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this, yeah, if this is this is a pure ground fight, Captain America, every day. I mean, even if it wasn't pure ground and Star Lord was flying around, he he wouldn't be able to take Cap out. I, yeah, no. I think Cap's too strong. Yeah. yeah. Battle of the Claws for the hand to hand. This one's going to be more interesting. Ooh. Wolverine and Black Panther. Wolverine can regenerate, but Black Panther's got the suit. 
But right. wouldn't his claws still go through this? Uh, yeah, what is it's adamantium versus vibranium? Which strong? Which is stronger? Isn't adamantium a mixture of? It's a mixture of vibranium and something else, right. some other type of metal. So it's always it's always like the can this cut through this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it can cut through it, then Wolverine wins easy. Mm-hmm. Or if not, just pure lasting Wolverine could probably outlast mm. panther he can survive the scratches and whatever else that he has to do yeah yeah i think I he may be... have the super strength but the regeneration i mean you can't it's hard to kill wolverine yeah i think it comes down to who's All right. who's going to give up and just i just can't last googled it which is stronger vibranium or adamantium the vibranium steel alloy that captain america's shield is made of is stronger than adamantium mm. That swings everything momentum-wise because he'll just bounce off of Panther's stuff or, you know, be like a parry almost. And then we saw in the movie the suit he was wearing could, like, absorb energy and then disperse it. Yeah. That is tough. Yeah. Hmm. I'm starting to think now Black Panther. Yes. Just based off of that stat alone, I would give it Just that, you know, that him being able to soak in that, Mm. absorb that power and then just reuse it it just might be a little bit too much for wolverine but again but again he's relentless he's relentless he's regenerate he's gritty he's gonna keep coming back he regenerates like i don't know it's Mm. it's tough you just choke out black panther i mean you just go pure get him in a headlock i think that's yeah Scratch me all you want but you know i'm not letting you go i can knock you out that's all you can maybe drown him in water or something (laughs) somehow (laughs) i don't know suffocate him somehow battle again yeah (laughs) this is a good one it's not like one of those quick ones where you can just play oh this one's obvious yeah because they're pretty well on paper on paper they're not too far off buying a panther has the intelligence so you could argue he might be able to come up with a way to defeat him i don't know Maybe sp- take, use a speed to advantage. I'm putting my money on Black Panther in this one, just based on the technology the, that they have in Wakanda and yeah. then the vibranium being stronger than Animantium. Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to hurt him. Yeah. Period. All right. Uh, Spider-Man versus the War Machine. <clears throat> okay. Ooh. Mm. Oh, man. So, War Machine's got the guns that he could shoot Spider-Man down, I feel like. Yeah. He can just, like, cut the the web like, out yeah. from under him. But could he gum up some of those guns as it comes out and just, that, you know? Th- I mean, that's... It, it would give him a moment as he tries to clear that stuff out, but I don't know how much damage he could do against the machine. Yeah. The, uh, the Iron Spider actually has more legs... Like in the comic book. Oh, yeah, like on his back. Like, so yeah. technically he can just treat War Machine as his, pre- you know, his prey and he can True. wrap him up and with all the things. So that's that's a possibility. Uh, I just, I, I'm not sold on Rhodey. I know. If, if, it, if it's like Iron Man versus Spider-Man, obvious. Yeah. But War Machine's like level three. <laughs> like, Iron level Man, three like, intelligence. Right. Yeah. He's like... He's just the he's a, a, B team a war veteran or you know a war person handling the tech, mm-hmm. whereas Tony designed the tech. Mm-hmm. 
So like he has everything tech wise, Iron Man has. He just doesn't have the he's intelligence. Not a skill, like yeah, and, he's not gonna think of the weird out of the box things that's gonna get you yeah. through this. Like Iron Man is, <clears throat> you know, I feel like he's always like planning like two three steps ahead. War Machine, I don't, I just don't see yeah. that with him. But War Machine seen some shit, and Spider Man's still a kid. Yeah, yeah, you got that you, too. And he's still figuring out his Iron War Machine Spider-Man has experience. Suit. He's been in wars where Spider Man's been in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if we're look, if we're going off of like movie, like where they're at now in movies, I'm leaning towards War Machine. What do you guys think? I could go either way. Yeah, I, I think I can I can follow Pale's statement right there. I mean, we're we're being we're being quick and dirty right now. This isn't yeah. for the yeah, we're not. And thinking too much it's still about important. It. Like, <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're really basing and comparing this off of the MCU and not just the comic everything, uh, current Spider Man is just not. He's not fully yeah. developed. Yeah. yeah. Next one is almost a no brainer to me, but that's. I hope that doesn't seem like a Homer talking to me. I <laughs> no, think I, I think Thor's gonna be Thor Doctor will find Strange. a way. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, even though like in that scene where he was just you know kept like shifting he, him to a different. Place. confused yeah. like he wasn't he wasn't yeah, an he, enemy yeah he was an enemy he was just annoyed by it but he could easily put a stop to it if he wanted to. he did like get catch lucky off guard he kept him in that continuous loop mm-hmm. of falling mm-hmm. but like I, but yeah i agree movies. i think dr strange can hold him off like for a while yeah thor's gonna find and a event, way out thor's gonna yeah. be just overwhelm him yeah. eventually and yeah the next one's interesting and the scarlet witch versus gamora <laughs> i'm leaning towards a gamora in this one honestly I think so yeah it's, I it's too. a combat thing like Scarlet Witch can do so much, but I just think that the Gamora... she's not as developed as a fighter. It's mm-hmm. the same problem we had with her versus Groot. It's just like she's too yeah. young, and she's yeah. We really haven't seen her do much yeah. in these movies. Hey, Gamora is like a secret badass. Yeah, you know? she is. She really is. Like, yeah, she's she's a, a warrior. She's a hell of a assassin. Hey, congratulations to her place. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Dustin's gonna come in at fourth place on these. Yeah, I know. I felt like I had a good team. You, you know? did fourth place in I summer mean, movie wager. <laughs> I'm making a comeback this year. I've been studying. I, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the main event. Bum 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 bum. Keith versus Saf. Iron Man, Winter Soldier, Ant Man, Quicksilver, Groot for Saf's team. Rocket, Hulk, Wasp, Vision, Punisher. Okay. So the battle of the leaders, Iron Man versus Rocket. I think this is going to be an easy no-brainer, like yes. we had. So we'll just before. quickly get through this. <laughs> uh, Iron Man has more tech. Rocket can make explosions, but Iron Man already has it. Yeah, <laughs> we've had a similar debate on the Olympics where it was yeah. Iron Man versus Rocket, and yep. yeah. Uh, the next one down, hand to hand, Hulk also be. not an obvious choice. <laughs> yeah, we're going to speed through this round too. Uh, then this next one Ooh. actually might take some. This is the one. You might just want to flip a coin on this one. <laughs> I know. Really. Ant Man versus the Wasp. If we're and, where we're at currently in the cinematic universe, because he's not real sure of Wasp's abilities. Yeah. It seems like she has a lot more than he does. She actually has the blasters and he doesn't. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I see when you developed the Ant Man suit, you didn't have the tech. I get it. Oh, no, I, I did. did. <laughs> so, yeah, it is, it's definitely. He's been Ant-Man longer yeah. in the movies. Yeah. But she's also the daughter of Pym and understands the technology more. And she's a badass fighter, too. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be tough. I I like the experience of Ant-Man more in this situation than the Wasp. I think the only thing, he can grow and she can't, right? Right. 
Right. And he's come out of the 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 extra extra small zone before. Like he's, yeah. he's done the yeah. So I mean I'd hate to say it, but you know, I think Ant-Man, the quantum realm yeah, or whatever. Quantum realm. I think that Ant Man's got this one. Like it's tough because we haven't really seen Wasp. Yeah, we I just know. have our speculations. Uh she is a badass, but I think that you know, Ant-Man has the experience between the two. And I feel like in the movie that she's going to be a good support. I feel like he's going to save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is Ant-Man and the Wasp, not the Wasp and Ant-Man. Right. So yeah. at the end of the day, he is going to figure out something to solve the problem. He's going to be the hero and she's going to be there to help him out. And it's going to be like, oh, yeah, Wasp, awesome. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, yeah, Ant-Man's not pretty good. So, in a battle between them, I think that... That would be the closest battle that I think we've had so far. Yeah. I mean, we could technically flip a coin in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just like Ant-Man. I'm leaning towards Ant-Man for all those reasons. Uh, This next one almost seems like a no-brainer. Vision's just going to destroy him. Yeah, Vision's... (laughs) Vision's got it. Ooh, this next one. Groot Punisher. I know. How much can Groot take before... I mean, How much of an arsenal does Punisher yeah. have? Yeah, it's like Groot's indestructible. He basically died, like, and now he's back. Like, yeah, he, he died. completely crashed yeah. and burned. But now there's a new Groot. So. Yeah, technically it's brand new Groot. Yeah. you know he died and was reborn. So I mean, technically the Punisher could kill him. Yeah, it, like if he had like a rocket launcher or something. He's, yeah, he needs some big ass rocket launcher. But he, because he's human, what's going to happen? Groot gets a hold of him. He's toast. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, it's over with. So how, is his guns going to be able to keep Groot away long enough? Is he going to break the twigs, yeah. break the arms, break the branches? It really, yeah, it comes down to how big of a gun he has. Yeah. Like, I feel like you almost need and to be like a sword fighter. Yeah. Yeah. The longer the battle goes on, I think Groot has the advantage. Just, if Punisher can do some a quick kill, then... just pun- Yeah, it's, it's the same thing with that and... Uh, Gamora, you know, mm-hmm. like, does he have the ability to end it quick? Right. Does he have a flamethrower? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's about what it's going to take. I've never seen the Punisher use for that flamethrower, but yeah, no. not to say he couldn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this one's tough. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I do hate it. But, I mean, everything is telling me that Punisher should be beating the Groot. <laughs> Like everything, like th- unless you know you run out of bullets, it's not a real life situation. It's a it's a comic book situation. I don't ever remember a superhero running out of bullets. Yeah. Right, that's in true. A comic book, yeah. And also, Groot is higher on the list than the Punisher, but I just don't know. Like it's everything tells me. I think if Punisher had a flamethrower, he'd be an expert at it. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd be amazing at it. And flamethrower, a bomb of any sort. Or, yeah, like some, you, you know, some bomb explosion. Bomb, a, yeah, find some grenade. Here, Groot, catch this. Okay. <laughs> and just, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, because so, Groot can take a lot, but if Punisher can find a way to do it quick, then yeah. But if it's they're gonna dance around, then Groot obviously has the advantage. I would give it to Groot. And none of these, like, one-on-one battles, is it going to be... If if it's like a comic book or a movie, it's not going to be instantly over. It's going to be going to drag it out for, like, three issues. Yep. (laughs) The Punisher would eventually find a way to easily get rid of them. If it's, like, first meeting... 
Mm-hmm. Well, Punisher's heads. Back to tanks. back to flipping the coin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here, I'll let you do it since it, you're not in one of the two teams this time. Oh God. Bum 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 bum. Heads again, Punisher. Punisher. Both times, Punisher won the coin toss. So that means Keith. Should should name his fantasy football team the coin? No, the Punishers. The Punishers or the coin? Yeah, he's gonna make his fantasy football picks based off a flip of a coin. Well, that's awesome, Keith. That was pretty sweet. I got a scrappy bunch there. I tell you. Yeah, I mean it's the Hulk and Vision. I think like yeah, those those two won your matchups. They did. Those were easy. So, battles yeah i think i underestimated the punisher like what he can do yeah like he um, doesn't quit is the thing with the mm-hmm. punisher like he'll yeah. go down until he can't move anymore mm-hmm. and he has that military experience yeah. that just a He's lot great. of these guys don't have yeah i think a hawkeye would have been a good yeah uh, opponent for him yeah so kind of wishing picked otherwise but this was fun this was fun Interesting. Especially if I wasn't expecting to win. <laughs> yeah, we were expecting you to be out. The I was very quick place. to be like, wait, I didn't look over any of this. Yeah, let's go. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's really how it works. One that doesn't study ever. He always gets the first place. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. I should just do this strategy on the uh, summer movie wager. Yeah, <laughs> it work out for me very well. All right. Well, we are sitting at a good opportunity to break away. And drink more out beers. So the first out beer that we have came from a lovely trip that I had. I'm going to write a blog post about my trip to St. Louis. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I can just tell you a little bit about the UCBC because we have a couple beers from them that are going to be happening in this episode. Uh, so on the trip, we, j- we were looking around. We tried out several breweries. So we went to Civil Life and then we went to... Uh, the Four Hands Brewery on the first you know day that we were there, just hanging out and stuff, and then the next night we went to a brewery called Side Project, which was kind of like a uh, a wine barreled beer place. Whoa. And so I I had the Noir, which was a stout in a red barrel. And it was really good. good. Yeah. 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 And so there was uh, many other beers like that. And I couldn't pronounce any of the names or else I'd be able to tell you what they were. But they're all, yeah, French for sure. And then because this is on Easter, so we weren't sure what places were open. So we found uh, this is on Allison's list of things. So we were like, oh, let's go to Urban Chestnut. All right. So we go and there's just us plus, you know, the person who was running the bar, which is the manager and the head brewer was there hanging out. And so we're like, oh, yeah, we'll just take one of everything. He's like, what? Yeah, just give me a flight of one of everything, you know, just whatever. He's like, okay, well, we do flights of four. We have 13 beers. The last one is on us. (laughs) I was like, okay, cool. And so he poured them out and then he's like, actually, sorry, we have 14. So the last two ones on us. (laughs) Nice. I was like, whoa. Sweet. That's fantastic. So we got those. And so we were just sitting there um, playing card, uh, not cards, um, not cards against humanity. It was uh, Exploding Kittens. Uh-huh. They had the Exploding Kittens there. So we picked that up and we started playing it, uh, the four of us, and drinking the beers. And he came over to us and he's like, here you guys, you know, you guys were awesome so far. Here's some beers. 
And so he, he basically put together a package of the beers that we have here to try today uh, and a couple stickers. So Allison had some to throw in her chunk. Um, and so, we, you know, it was, it was an awesome experience yeah. uh, hanging out there. And they also had a uh, SNS classic. And so oh, sweet. Allison first jumped right over there as we were getting the beers and she started playing Kirby's golf game or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a picture on Instagram of that too. I saw that picture. Yeah, her playing yeah. that game. Yeah, I was like, "This is the moment where I realized my wife is more nerd than I am." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was, it was actually pretty cool. Uh, and one thing that I forgot to mention when we were going over um, the uh, the first uh, brewery, the Four Hands, mm-hmm. is they actually have a beer uh, called Civil Something for Civil Life or you know something similar to the other brewery I went to. And I, I kind of, in the bathroom, they had a placard about what that was. And it was their IPA that they, it's their flagship. And every time that you purchase this beer, a part of that sales goes to something in St. Louis. Oh, that's cool. So it was like, like a nonprofit that. or whatever. And there's, yeah. I see there's a nonprofit thing that uh, Keith will be reading as well for uh, Urban Chestnut. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So of course I went and ordered one of the civil life beers or whatever it was uh but i just think it's cool you know if like i've had talks with my friends about opening a brewery and that's one thing that is we should do and so i think all breweries are looking mm-hmm. towards their communities absolutely uh and ways you know, to give back things yeah so that's you know a little bit about my trip to st louis i went to a hockey game and drank crap beer uh, i also <laughs> went to anheuser-busch and had a few samples of their crap beer. Um, <laughs> had uh, there was a Cellar Underground limited release, which was a black IPA, which was really good. Mm. Uh, but you know, it's, it's whatever. Still an AB. Yeah, still an AB uh, beer, which is okay, but it's still you know black IPA. So now that I have talked the thirst into my mouth, <laughs> uh, the first beer that we're going to be doing today is the Winged Nut. It is a chestnut <laughs> ale, which is what I'm pretty excited about. So uh, we're just going to dial that up, and uh, you guys should be tasting it. I thought it was pretty good. I've had this one before. I just haven't checked it's it It's like yet. a nutty brown. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm, I'm excited to try it. Yeah. It's going to be uh, pretty, pretty good. All right. A little bit about Urban Chestnut Brewing Company. Their mission says, as we endeavor to create our high-quality offerings of lagers and ales, we also strive to be respected for our actions as a business member of the St. Louis community. We like to call these actions urban efforts, intentional measures undertaken by Urban Chestnut to help us be better global and local citizens. Our efforts span from sustainability methods we employ during our brewing process to a concerted emphasis in aiding local not-for-profit organizations to reach their fundraising goals. The UB, UCBC is dedicated to brewing high-quality beer as well as supporting the local not-for-profit community. They receive a large number of donation requests, and unfortunately, as much as we'd like to, they cannot support each and every event. In order to help them to consider, hopefully, fulfill your request, please fill out this apparent form that they have here. I don't know why we <laughs> Our Midtown Brewery in Biergarten also hosts Steins for support. I like that. Steins for support. Every Tuesday evening, a percentage of beverage sales will be donated to feature 501c3 organization. Contact events at their <laughs> website for more information. Prost. All right. 
So they do a lot of good local community that's work, cool. as Dustin was saying. So that's awesome. So if you're in that area, definitely go to their website, check that out. But we're not going to advertise it for everyone around here <laughs> since they are pretty far away. All right. We are drinking the Winged Nut, the Chestnut Ale, coming in at 5.4% ABV and 25 IBUs. We affectionately refer to this first beer in our Revolution series as of modern American craft beer as our unusual little bird. It's a little on the flighty side, <laughs> and it's a little on the wacky side because we brew it with a finely milled chestnuts. Genus Castinia for you nut freaks. Uh, Willamette hops, and we ferment it in a Bavarian Weissbier yeast strain. All of these nuances contribute to its nutty personality. It's a bit nutty. Just a wee bit. Yeah, looking at this, uh, we can actually scroll down a little bit, but not that far. Um, because I think, I mean, if we're looking at the color uh, against the light versus against the computer screen, it's kind of looking baby Grootish. Yeah, that's where yeah. I was going. Um, I mean, you yep. could you could say that it's Chewbacca Brown, but I think it's about in the middle. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think Chewbacca is a step darker than yeah. this is. I could probably go with the baby Groot, and I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think it's pretty much dead on. Yeah. Just depends on if you look directly in the right. light versus the sunlight. Versus the side, yeah. So. Sunlight's almost And how gone. thick your glass is, or like how, mm-hmm. how much beer you're actually looking through. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So the bottle, as we skip a step, it is a bomber bottle. So we got 23 ounces, 24 ounces. One pint, which is pint is sixteen pint. ounces, right? Yeah, yeah, it's one pint, it's oh, point it's nine pint, fluid yeah. ounces. Yeah, it's a it, it's it's a weirder. Sh- it's a pint bottle, which is not a normal yeah. shape. Yeah, um, it's a smaller neck because it's yeah, a fit more. It's got a little squirrel there. I'm guessing that's because it's nutty. No squirrels. The background looks like a butterfly. Yeah. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. I think that's similar to all the other bottles. They have like this similar type of style behind the main logo on Mm. just different colors. Is it part of their Revolution series that they're talking about? Because this is the number one. Yeah, it's part of the Revolution series, yeah. Maybe that's Revolution Butterfly. (laughs) Yeah. Birth of something. I don't know. That's a stretch, but... I don't know. I know that they are uh, revamping some of the recipes... For their uh, their darker stuff, they're using their Kinsale as their main flagship stout, and then modeling everything after that. Hmm. Uh, so they're probably going to step away from the Revolution uh, style here soon and go with another branch. But that I, I like the little circle, and then it's got like almost like a a stout glass or whatever, like those yeah yeah mm-hmm. tulip glasses in the middle. Yeah, yeah. The bottle's That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty neat bottle shape too. Yeah. Unique. And it's bright colors all over it. So it's like yeah. the orange, like bright oranges and yellows. Back smell? to the beer and sniff it out. See if smell it smells nuts. nuts. <laughs> yeah, kind of smell these nuts. <laughs> a little a little nutty, but I mean, it's it's like your typical brown. Yeah. Mm. Your brown ales are not going to have an overwhelming smell to it. Just, just a hint of nuts. Mm-hmm. Roasted nuts. It's very um, Newcastle-esque. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel it's as skunked. True. Because it it's in a dark bottle. Yeah. It's just, I'm not a fa- big fan of chestnuts. Yeah. 
but this one's not bad. Do you have this on draft, I'm guessing? Mm-hmm. Hmm. We'll see how the bottle holds up, I guess. Yeah. And just also, you can't find it, my score on there because I haven't checked them in yet. Oh, sneaky. I was, so sneaky. I was about two shades to the wind <laughs> before drinking this. I was definitely three shades after drinking this. So... Not quite there yet. So I just like Allison just keep the sheet so I'm not gonna remember to check this <laughs> So guys, that's gotta taste that it's a lot of flavor. Are you drinking without us? Damn, I, I'm trying yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to move on. Maybe if you talk here. instead of drinking, then <laughs> That's why I, I just I drink. I just that's what I do. Yeah. Well then you can tell us what it tastes like. Yeah, it's uh Well maybe, we drink. Let me try it again. No. <laughs> that's not fair. Yeah, it's Kind of Newcastle-y. Like, it's just probably, almost, probably a little more nutty. I must get hints, hints of, like, a, a cider or something. Yeah, I do, too. Like a... Hmm. On the back end, it kind of dries up like you're eating a handful of nuts, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my... I don't want to say complaints, but it's, you know, one thing about it. Um, yeah, there's, like, you know, parts of, like, a cider. Yeah, like I a sour an apple or something. Apple, I don't know yeah. why. Maybe pear, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the beer advocate says three point six two, good after two hundred twenty four ratings. People are calling this a wheat beer mm. because it's a dunkel vizen, uh, mm. so it's like a, a darker wheat beer. Yeah, it's a vice beer. Yeah. It's got the Bavarian vice beer. Yeast strain. Um, overall, 51 and 87 style with hmm. 132 ratings. It's I don't, definitely nutty. Yeah. I don't care for chestnuts. I don't remember why I bought this beer other than maybe it was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> nice pour, dark brown, fluffy white head. Style listing says it's a dunkel, but it's more logically a brown, right? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> smells malt flavor or malt forward very fruity with some organic nuttiness like a 90s beer that was maybe not that great 90s beer <laughs> so he gave it a 2.8 so that's all i have for it i think it's better than what he was giving it but untapped gave it a 3.53 oh my God. out of eleven thousand ratings pretty much the middle of the road mm-hmm. on untapped what is nutella made out of is it chestnuts Hazelnuts. Hazelnuts. Okay. I get my nuts. Oh, I'm crooked. (laughs) (laughs) Lopsided nuts. (laughs) Not a big fan of nuts, so I don't, you know, eat whatever product comes from those nuts. I had somebody on Untapped rank uh, rated at a five overall a couple hours ago. I don't. I don't know about that. Was that Bill? Mary S. She's got a hair in my beer. Oh. Is it a beard hair? Yeah. <laughs> so it could have been mine. <laughs> or it could have been mine. Yeah. <laughs> could have been anybody's. <laughs> Hopefully it was yours. Could have been the brewers. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have beards. Uh, my friend Bill Schreisgers <laughs> on Untapped <laughs> gave it a five back in 2012. Oh, my. Bill Skarsgård? Yeah. <laughs> He's an actor. I'm friends with him. He's the brother of Alexander Skarsgård, who was in uh, True Blood, and Alexander Skarsgård was in uh, Vikings. 
and his father was the doctor in four. Wonderful. Mm. That's Stellan's skateboard. That's what I call him. <laughs> Stellar skateboard. And then Alexander Skarsgård was in the... Uh, Wasn't one of them in Green Lantern? I think that was Bill Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the... Tarzan. Legend of Tarzan was Alexander Skarsgård. So how do you know Skarsgård? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's like... Skrazegger. Skrazegger. Yeah. Uh, Bill Skarsgård was it. Oh. Yeah. For Pennywise was Bill Skarsgård. Pennywise, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's so many Skarsgård. And he was in Hemlock Grove on Netflix. Skarsgård, Asgard. <laughs> so many guards. All you guardians. guardians. Alexander Skarsgård was in Tarzan. Who was Floki in Vikings? Tom Hilston. <laughs> oh, not Loki. Gustav. Gustav Skarsgård was Floki. That was one of the other brothers, isn't it? Yeah. So it's an entire <laughs> entire family of Skarsgård actors from Sweden. They're all, from Sweden. They're all, Sweden. They're all brothers. Mm-hmm. Bill Alexander and Gustav. They're all brothers. What about Stellan? Is he their father? Yeah. Yeah. The one who's the doctor in Thor? Mm-hmm. The crazy ass. Well, I'm going to check mm. this bad boy in. Now that we got our Skarsgårds figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I read first for all of them, so I'm not doing it again. <laughs> You're just too fast. I know. Yeah, I got, I got more badges. Bravo for Brown, level four. Middle of the road. 40-something. All right, you want me to start? Sure. I get a three point seven five. I like this, I like this beer quite a bit. I would, I would drink it again. It was unique, more unique than you know some of the browns I've had. And style wise, it was. I liked it. I put, I drank it high on style alone. Um, but thir- yeah, it was good. Point seven five, you say? Yeah, I gave it a three point seven five as well. It's, uh, I love the brown ales, and this is, it's unique enough, it's a bit of a nutty twist <laughs> to make it a little bit more nutty than normal. So for me, that uniqueness, it adds to that flavor a little bit more. I don't think I've ever had just a chestnut by itself. I don't even know what the hell they taste like, but I don't if it's know anything like this are. beer, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I know they're roasting on an like open fire. But little crescent things. I thought those were cashews. Yeah, they're the same shade. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, okay. I know what you're talking about. Anyway, uh, yeah, I went 3.75. Just the uniqueness of it. My little brown ales, anyways. <laughs> I gave it a three and a half. Uh, I think it's pretty damn good. It's just there's like this weird cidery notes I'm getting to it that I don't feel like it fits with this chestnut flavor. I kind of and I kind of like that. I don't that know. That was coming through a little bit. That was weird to me. I just I think it was just unexpected. Yeah. Is what? So it kind of drug it down a little bit. But I mean, I was, I'll definitely drink it. It's mm-hmm. not bad. It's just. That was weird to me. Kind of threw you off. Yeah. I gave it a 3.5 as well. Uh, having it out of tap is so much better than the bottle. Uh, but I'm not a fan of chestnuts, period. And so brown ales are one of my faves. But it's just, I don't know. It's just not a whole lot of flavor to you know for me when it you know comes to you know chestnuts. And having the extra little brown... 
taste was just good. Nutty taste on top of it. Meh. Plus, I found a hair in mine. Could have been <laughs> your hair. It could have been my hair, Anybody's but hair. <laughs> it just it crossed by my lips. I was like, "Well, that was a hair." <laughs> <laughs> um, bottle twenty seventeen eleven oh eight so, in so, November. November eighth of twenty seventeen. Sweet. All right, we're going to move on to the was it the. Citra, Ellison's Ellison. Citra Citra, uh, <laughs> Citra Belchpola. Oh my goodness. Citra, Citra Evolution. evolution. To, went from revolution to evolution. Fantastic. All right, we're going to jump to that beer real quick. But before we do that, we have a couple words from uh, uh, one of our favorite podcast people in our favorite podcast group. <laughs> and you'll find out as soon as I pick when I edit this episode. Enjoy! <laughs> If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. What's up, everyone? My name is Matt. And my name is Kate. And we are your hosts of the Craft House Cinema Podcast. Craft House Cinema celebrates all of the history, people, places, fuck-ups, and triumphs that go into the production of two of the world's greatest art forms, beer and movies. We also love hearing from you. Follow us on Instagram at Craft House Cinema to join the discussion. So crack open a cold one, watch some good movies, and hang out with us. On the Craft House Cinema Podcast. All right, this next beer we have is from Ellison Brewery. A little bit about them. Eric Elliott and Aaron Hansen created their namesake brewery, Ellison, at a holiday party. Their last names make up the collective name of the brewery. In 2015, the brewery was created from humble beginnings. At the time, Lansing didn't have a brewery large enough to sell its beer outside of its own taproom. Now there are breweries all over the map competing for market share. Ellison has made its mission a made it a mission to experiment, a continual refinement of beer, wine, and spirits. Sure, we have the usual suspects, but we're always looking for new flavors. With over 700 different locations across the great state of Michigan to purchase Ellison product, we would like to say people like our stuff. (laughs) Eric has a long history in the distribution industry, and Aaron complements it with his engineering background. Together, the co-owners of Ellison are growing to provide more beer, wine, and spirits throughout the Michigan, throughout Michigan and beyond <laughs> the Michigan. <laughs> Ellison products come in cans and bottles. Check the distribution map to find a product near you. Not sure if we can. So we are drinking their Citra Evolution, coming in at 6.75 ABV. Their second iteration of their Evolution IPA series, the Citra Hopped Beer blasts out of the glass with tropical fruit, tangerine, and passion fruit. Smooth bitterness is complemented by more fruit flavors and a pillowy mouthfeel. Pale. It won't disappoint. Mm, this is the second pillowy. <laughs> Ooh, pillowy spots. mouthfeel. All right, how many cans we have? We have one. Just got just the one, one can. can. Oh, let's take a look and at it. It is boring. It's kind of boring. Basically. Yeah. It it's just even silver. Yeah. Because <laughs> when like, I grabbed it, I'm like, is there even a label? label. <laughs> the, the label's too short. <laughs> it's just, it's. Just so you guys know, the the can is aluminum, but the label is gray, and it only and covers silver. Up a, maybe half the can, a little About bit more, two thirds yeah. of the can. Yeah, 
Uh, it says Ellison Citra Evolution Double Dry Hop IPA, and then like the the warning label that it has to yeah. put on there. Not a whole lot to this can. It's got the Michigan logo or state. Kind of reminds me of like the Taxman colors, but the Taxman colors would be that warning label color throughout yeah. mm-hmm. with a cooler logo and such. So uh, mark yeah. down already. <laughs> Uh, off the air, we were also discussing the color as this was pouring. I think we have a consensus as to what it looks like. It is a very, very, very pale. Very light. Very light color. Uh, it's still hazy. Yep. Uh, it's not see-through whatsoever. But it is between like a one and a three. Uh, with the three not being quite as uh, prevalent. So I guess if you hold it to the light, it kind of just looks like a one or a two. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have the designation for that. It's one of the, our lovely Pokemans. <laughs> Pokemans. Got it. The Pichu Pale. The Pichu Pale. Or the Pale Pale. The Pale Pale Pale. Pale 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 Pale. With great mouthfeel. Pale 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 Pale. Yeah, I'm going to I think Pichu Pale. P- yeah, Pichu Pale. Because it's not quite Mario Coin. Yeah. It's probably a two. It's, it's like a, in between yeah. the two, mm-hmm. but I, there's not yeah. a de- definition for that. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what happened? I sniffed it. It's good. Oh, I sniffed it. It's got a good nose. Oh, is this a New England Ooh. style? I believe so. That's I want. I want to drink. It's a double dry hopped. So, but it smells really good. That smells amazing. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and taste. I'm the yeah. Beer. I'm gonna taste the beer. Oh man. Yep. We have word on the IBUs. NA. It's not, bruh. NA on Untapped, too. I don't think I have it on the Beers Snobs. Nope. I have one review and five ratings on the Beers Snobs. (laughs) I got zero on mine, so I'm not going to be any help. Mm. There are 349 ratings on Untapped, coming in at a 4.20. Yeah, mine has five ratings for a 4.39. Pretty new. One review. Let's see what it says. Oh, it just has the bullshit. A for aroma. S for smell. T for taste. M for medium body. Or mouthfeel. M for mouthfeel. (laughs) M for pale. O for something. For dick feel. (laughs) Oh, face. There's like sediment at the bottom of my cup right now. That's typical. It's like a booger. Yeah, I saw (laughs) it too. That's how those nuggets were. They just leave you like boogeries all over the bottom. Little boogers. Yeah, those little boogers. (laughs) Uh, It's very, like, I could taste it like tangerine, orange peel. Mm -hmm. Um, It's almost like you, uh, you threw a bunch of your... Your your citrusy fruits into a blender because you wanted to make like a smoothie, mm-hmm. uh, like almost like that Julius. You're like, oh, I'm going to be healthy today. <laughs> I'm tasting a little bit of mango, mm-hmm. yeah, as well. Like tropical, tropical yeah, it says tropical, yeah. fruit, tropical and citrus, tangerine and passion fruit. Yeah, yep. big three. So we have uh, on here. That. People are saying mango, tangerine, orange peel, pineapple, grapefruit. And I can taste a little bit of citrusy, kind of like grapefruity taste at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like the last it's thing you taste. Bit. The last thing it tastes, pretty much. But I don't think I would have like tasted that if I didn't just read it right yeah. there. Yeah. 
Um, there's a little bit of carbonation to it. Not a whole lot. It's pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, there's not any, like, the lingering hops. Like, there's, the bitterness isn't really that strong. Compared to the most of these hazies that we just had mm-hmm. a while ago. A few weeks um, ago. It's almost lighter than those. I think so. It's not as heavy feeling. It's definitely lighter compared to the, especially the nuggets, because that was almost twice this amount the of twice alcohol. The amount, yeah. yeah. It's a good mellow version, I would think of that. Yeah. It's like a lighter version. It's really good. Untap does say it's in New England, so. Yeah. As we expected. I enjoy it. I definitely Maybe like not it. as much as the nuggets, but. Those are hard to compare I f- to. I feel yeah. like you say that about every beer. We should probably just blink that away. That's <laughs> no. obvious. Unless you find <laughs> something that beats it. I mean, I feel the same way. I should I should stop comparing IPAs to zombie dust. Yeah. 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 I should probably, f- you know, find that middle of the road IPA. And yeah. It's n- obviously, it's not going to be better than the best. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I know, I mean, now I'm comparing, you know, every, this style to every to all those nugget beers, and it's like, oh, it's not quite there yet, you know? Right, right. Maybe if it had a cool free pebble label on it, it might get higher. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it doesn't have as many hops, actually, as the nugget beers. Did it say what hops were brewed in this? I don't know, Keith probably read it, but you weren't listening. I, yeah. You guys never listened to it. <laughs> Citra hopped beer blast. Oh, maybe that's why it's called Citra Evolution. Ah! <laughs> Citra. That makes sense. Good. I was right. going to say that, but he looked like he was about to read it. <laughs> I listen. Us stout guys, we stick together. <laughs> I just heard the pillowy mouthfeel part. <laughs> and then we went off on so many tangents. <laughs> uh-huh. I gave it a four out of five bottle caps on Untapped. Uh, I think it's really good, and I love this. I've said this probably a hundred times, but the juicier IPAs are like my favorite style. And this one may not be the best. I'm not going to compare it to any other from like 450. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's really good for like this smaller brewery that I've never heard of. I think this one like can almost stand up with the big boys. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they did a hell of a job yeah. on their first round. I gave it four as well. I have, you know, been on record saying that I prefer the West coast. IPAs, mm-hmm. but these New England IPAs are popping up, and they're growing on me for sure. Because um, I like, I like the you like those tropical ones. Yeah, I like the tropical ones. Citra ones are just as good. They're not quite as tropical, but a little bit, you know, right there. I think it's really good. It definitely deserves a four in my book. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four as well. I really like this beer. I like the tropical fruit notes. They use, um, I like, it was a little bit sour, kind of, in there. You know, I like, the mango was pretty good, but I would, I'd definitely get this again. It wasn't as sour as that. It was not as, the, no, the, the one last Keith, one. The Keith one, had one. It was, it was, it literally qualified as a sour beer. Mm. It was not what I was expecting for the, the haziness it, yeah. that we were drinking. It's just like, Bleh. Oh. It was a punch in the mouth mm. of pure sour. Was that the haze off? Yeah. That was okay. The haze yeah. Off. Was that the Tyranian one? Yes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. What does this mean? Gentlemen, I also gave it a four. Bum ba da bum. 
<laughs> I ain't old club. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> I like it. That was good. It's good. Thanks. I feel like you just walked in with a horn. You know? <laughs> I, w- I wish I had like a, a trumpet right now. I'd be like, <laughs> blow our eardrums away. Yeah. That'd be good. All right, why'd you give it a four? Uh, just as a good entry, like I was saying earlier, we had a bunch of these a while ago, and um, it's just, I don't want to call it watered down, it's just a lighter version of what we had, and some of the, the higher stuff was, it had a good balance like this one does mm-hmm. too, and it was, you wouldn't have known that it was like 11% or 10% or 9%, and this one coming in at 6.75, it, it's a it's a step in the right direction, and I... I have high hopes for these guys in the future. I definitely want to try them again. Absolutely. Oh, we will here in a second. Ooh, what? <laughs> Are you what? serious? Yeah. Just you guys wait. So the next segment, we're doing another brouhaha, <gasps> obviously, because we just had another Marvel battle. And so we actually have another beer from UCBC, and we have another beer from Ellison, and they're both loggers. So we're going to have a, a, a logger brawl is what the title says. Mm -hmm. And so we have the Urban Underdog, which is uh, 4.7 ABV, versus the Ellison American Lager, which is 4.5 ABC. ABV. (laughs) ABC. (laughs) ABC. (laughs) D-E-F. One, two, three. ABC. All right, so, yeah, hopefully we're going to have one more battle before we're done. Uh, but it'll be be pretty good one. I'm excited. Decide who's Absolutely. got the best lager of these two breweries that we just enjoyed. Absolutely. So before we continue, uh, one of us will take you away on a magical tour of social media. Please stay tuned to follow us because we need it. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, so we are starting <laughs> off... With our brouhaha, starting with the Urban Underdog, which is the American lager for UBBC. UCBC. Yep. It's a little tongue twister. Tongue twister for sure. Uh, the we- the website for this beer literally had a one-liner on there, and it's just like just English words and then probst. <laughs> so not much there. But it is an all-aluminum can with something printed on it. Yeah, there's no stickers. It's all just printed straight to the can. Which is pretty cool. It's I, really, I really like it a lot. It's, uh, it's very simple. It's almost, yeah, like this, the cartoon underdog. underdog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the can is easily uh, uh, recyclable, which is nice. Also, uh, one thing we joked about with the manager there about the paper, when we told them that we were getting... Uh, just order one of everything, and he started writing on a piece of paper. I'm like, we don't need that. Just, just let us know the order. We'll be fine. He's like, no, that's just to help you figure it out. Because you have 13 beers here. I'm like, all right, but we don't want to waste paper. And he's like, this is made from you know recomposited paper. It's fine. Nice. We recycle here. So obviously the can looks like mm-hmm. it's recycled. So that is pretty cool. Uh, so one point for the underdog. 
There's no color, but doesn't really need color. No, I, don't I, think think it I, I mean, it's shiny and silver. So I like the black and the silver a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's cool for what it is. It's not yeah. like they stuck a sticker on it for 33% of the can. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, I mean, also, the the design is cool, you know, not going with stickers like some other people. Oh, and the, we didn't mention the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's totally different. So how was that, <laughs> opening it? It was weird. Like, the normal pop top, you just open it, it's a little slap. Well, this one opens the whole lid, and you just pop the thing right off. Like can of fruit? It, yeah, yeah, can of fruit or a Campbell's oh, soup pour? can. Yeah. <laughs> the pour is actually just normal. Huh. Although I just poured a little bit at a time. If I was I with a larger opening, I probably could have poured. Yeah. If it was just one giant glass, I could pour it a lot faster. Mm-hmm. But I was pouring a little bit at a time between it's the It's like when they went from small mouth to wide mouth for like mm-hmm. the Coors Light and whatever right. you're pouring. <laughs> yeah. So now they just went to whole mouth. <laughs> <laughs> whole mouth. <laughs> I mean, I like this can, but I think if every can started, like, just was black and silver, like, all of their cans look like this, it might get boring. Right. I, I think that's the only can that I've ever saw, like, on their website that's yeah. like that. Um, the other ones kind of look like the chestnut. Yeah. One so, and that's cool how it stands out. That chestnut one was, like, had bright colors on it. This one's just, like, mm-hmm. monochromatic. I mean, it is a basic lager, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. yeah, go with a basic can. Yeah, I think that was uh, appreciative. All right, color time scale? to look at the colors. Color-wise, super light. Oh, my. We don't even have a color on this. Lighter than Pichu? I don't know. Um, I was going towards Mario, maybe. Like it's, Mario got, it's got a little bit of yellow to like it. Like a four or five, maybe. Yeah. It's not, it's not pale, but it's right. like super it's see-through. golden. Yeah, I think it's like a four or five. Um... I don't know about the the rings though, but maybe closer to a Mario coin. Like a Mario coin. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. It just depends on what kind of light it gets. Yeah, to exactly. Look at. So if I look at sunlight look at versus windows, light Mario or, or LEDs or whatever, Mario coin probably suits it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a lager. Well, yeah. Like a lager. Yeah. It's beer. <laughs> it's kind of got that musty <laughs> smell. Like a. Dank, Get your PBR here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Bud Light or something. Budweiser. Get your PBR here. PBR. Old Mc- Milwaukee's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Milwaukee. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no it, the taste won't be that. Milwaukee's bad. best. Milwaukee's best. <laughs> Milwaukee's beast. <laughs> All right, let's. Tastes like your basic lager. Yep. Really. That back end is like a Coors Light. Yeah. It's, I think it's like a little sweeter than those. Mm. It's it's basically a Budweiser. Yeah. yeah. It's probably most likely a Budweiser. Yeah. Because it's in the same area. I think less ABV, though. I think Budweiser's more than 5 point something. Yeah. This is 4.7. Bud I mean, Light. Budweiser goes but, through another whole yeah. process. True. But, yeah, this is, I mean, this is a lager. We knew what we were getting yeah, into. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I was expecting it to taste like. You so. get that grain malt like on the back end a lot, and yeah, the rice malt, the rice, mm-hmm. the rice, malt. Yep. yeah, yeah. It's I think it's refreshing. I feel like it's better I mean, than any of those, like the main three. Yeah, I mean honestly, if you gave me a full glass without telling me what it is between this and Budweiser, yeah, I probably tell. wouldn't tell the difference. Right. That or you know like a, a Miller, high, you know, but, uh, right. The genuine high, high draft MGD, MG, yeah, whatever MGD. 
Like the light beers, I could tell the difference. They just taste watery. Yeah, this one has but a more flavor. You can think that. I have an MGD in the fridge if you want to. Compare. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm cleaning out my fridge in this episode. <laughs> it could be a triple three-way brouhaha. See if they can. T- these craft can stay up, stand up against the main. Guys, that would be my first three-way. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's so surprising. <laughs> I thought you were a whore, Dustin. <laughs> I could have swore you had mini, mini threesomes. Mini threesomes. You went to Purdue University. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> what were all you, you and your boyfriends doing? <laughs> You mean you and Robbie never found a chick? <laughs> I mean, I've had slept with a bunch of guys at one time, but I've never had a three-way. Those are like five ways. <laughs> oh, you're, you've done like five, six yeah. Oh, yeah. at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We call those orgies. Three is three's just not enough. <laughs> I'm not a two or a three type person. <laughs> Give me five or six. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say about this. this is I just... don't know how to rank these. <laughs> I don't know how to, yeah, I don't know how to talk about it. It's, it is what it American lager. It, it's what you expect it to be. So I mean, but if you compare it to like an IPA or a stout or something, obviously it's not going to be as good. But if you compare it to other lagers, that's why we're comparing two lagers. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So let's just kind of forget about everything we drank yeah. before, for this, and just. Let this stand on its own. They uh, rated a 4.02. I mean, as for a lager, I think it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. On Beer Advocate, it's a 4.02. Uh, people are saying, well, there's only 14 ratings, so it's not a whole lot. They were like, I love this brewery. Such like that. Refreshing. Like, it says a light, refreshing beer. It's light, but it's not a light beer. It's a good beer pong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only a 4.7, so it's not too bad. You know, a lot of the breweries are growing more to these to get this style out. I know. Well, they um, want to drag in the non craft people yeah. by offering. Because people, every time like you're. You what go do you with have your, like a Budweiser? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you nothing? go with your friends or you go with yeah. your parents or something. They're going to oh, yeah. be like, what do you have that's close to a Budweiser or a Bud Light or something? And yeah, going it's out. It's usually nothing. Yeah, uh, with Brent or Christy yeah. or Mike. Exactly. Uh, it's always like, oh yeah, we're at Granite City. What do you have that's, that's like, like a Coors Light? <laughs> yeah, what do we got like a Coors Light or you know whatever? Or like one time we all went to like a Pizza Hut and they got like a pitcher of beer and I was like, no, I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, if we can, you know, if we can pull that crowd in as well, then we can get you yeah. know get them in and then. Try other Offer, things. Yeah, it's also a really good stepping stone for people who are afraid to yeah. do craft beers, which I haven't really run into a younger. No, the you younger. Know, yeah, I think so it's much. more the older people that have yeah. grown Convincing up. them, yeah, to join. The, bef- they're already set in their ways before craft beer blew up, so mm-hmm. they're not. Yeah. They, they're just scared to try anything. So they're like, oh, that's all so hoppy or bitter or whatever. Right. And it's not that way. To defend them as well, they've been drinking the same beer since the 1970s. Mm-hmm. There's been no big branch out into anything exactly. else. So for the past 30 years, they've been stuck with the same stuff. Past five, ten years. So with my like with my dad and my uncle, which you you guys have all mm-hmm. met, like mm-hmm. they've been drinking beer since they were. 
adolescence. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't really take long for them to even try stuff because they've had the Guinnesses. They've had right. the the Smidex, the Basses. You know, they've mm-hmm. had those different. So they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's just another beer. It's not like they were just stuck in drinking whatever Bud Light or Miller Light, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it seems like mm-hmm. imports were the mm-hmm. only way to get different flavored beers until yeah. recently. Oh, yeah. Rob used to drink those heinies. <laughs> How could you drink that weed beer? Shit. Uh, what do we got for the style, at least? On Ray Beer. Ray Beer, overall 60, but the style is 100. So it is good at what it does. There's only 12 ratings. but Right. So it is it is very good for a lager, yeah. but overall, compared to the rest of Compared the, to all the rest of the beers yeah. out there. They're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet. Untapped gave it a 3.61 out of 2,600 ratings. No friends have checked it in. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Very beer strange. was not part of the flight. They didn't have mm-hmm. it on tap when I was there. So I feel like this is the only thing that they just bottle up or can up. Yeah, a lot of people have given it like three, three and a half, just saying, meh. Yeah. It's Decent. Riding steady, number seven. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. Whatever. Ooh, I got five badges on that one. Wow. You need to drink more. <laughs> Legendary. Legendary badge. Oh, you had your first 500. Oh, that, that was 500. There's 500 unique in the picture. Ones. Riding steady. For the oh, I've only had 494 unique ones. Three level 84, pal. Next Jeez. episode, I'll get there. Yeah. Unless you drink off the podcast. I'm just photogenic. I'm level 37. I need to start taking pictures now. We get those batches. <laughs> You're right. You can't catch up to <laughs> no, I won't be able to catch up. All right, pal, you go first. All right, I gave it a three. There is an American lager. It's 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 good. I just, I don't know. I've uh, evolved from this style since since I've tried it, what, 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Getting drunk on get, this several Getting nights. drunk on this. This is a good beer pong, flippy cup. Um, beer and I'm just you know I'm grown up and I prefer other things now but it, it was smooth I don't see a big difference between this and Budweiser but maybe this is just a little bit more smooth this one's more, not as bitter not as bitter Budweiser. yeah it's balanced a little bit better I think. I think maybe it's like IBUs are probably like a little bit lower yeah I gave it a what did I give 3.25. it? 3.25. So not to just reiterate, we're all probably gonna say the same thing. So just it's a lager. Three point two five. I gave it a three and a half. Ooh. I mean just based on it being a good lager, I think it deserves a higher score than just a three. Right. But comparing it to other beers, this is not one I'm going to go searching out because yeah. it just seems like a basic mid-level beer. But as for as far as lagers go, I think it's a good lager. Yeah, it's not even fair to compare it really to the like stuff that we've had before. Yeah. Gave it a three. It's not bad. A three is usually my midline. Yeah. It's not good, but it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, it's not like... 
craft beer ultimate, you know. It's right. it's middle right, of the road. Right, right. I'll drink it if, you know, someone gives it to me. Yeah, it doesn't taste like water or piss. <laughs> it, like, well, <laughs> doesn't taste like water. <laughs> Depends oh, on how much beer piss. you drink before you pee. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. We'll see what on this the other one tastes like. Yeah, on to right. the next. The contender. Just regularly named American Lager. Mm-hmm. Boo. All right. Now we're up to the contenders, which is Ellison's American Lager. Coming in at 4.5 ABV, this classic American Lager is brewed with a combination of malted barley, corn, and rice for a smooth and easy drinking beer. Using a blend of hops is creates... Using a blend of hops, it creates a... Uh, there's a typo in there somewhere. It creates a flavorful experience, but with a clean, crisp finish that leaves you wanting another. And another. And another. And another. Well, with the corn and the rice, it sounds exactly like a Budweiser. Imagine mm, that. Yep. Yep, mm. yep, yep, yep. Smells like the last one. The color is, it seems a little bit lighter than the last one. Yeah, right. I was going to go with a Pichu on this, this one. one. This one, yeah. This is definitely Pichu, Pichu. It's, it's a Pichu or it's more of, you know, like coin, but not like a Mario yeah. coin. It's more of some kind of currency in another game, and I just can't think of it right now. It's like the original Mario, yeah. as opposed to like 3D Mario's when it was just like yellow, straight up yeah. yellow. Mm-hmm. It's like the the filter for yellow. Yeah. Like zero why is it FF. why is it Pichu pale, not Pikachu pale? Because I mean, Pikachu, this is more of like a Pikachu color. Pikachu is a lot darker. Pikachu is like yeah, he's got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I just he's, just, he's lighter. Yeah, he's oh, lighter. so that's not really like the real Pikachu. No, Pikachu's Pikachu more is Pichu is the first of evolution of Pikachu. He's yeah. the younger. Oh, okay. That makes sense now. That's why it's called Pichu. Pichu, okay. Not Pikachu. Because Pikachu is okay. yellow, yellow. Yeah. There you go. And so Pichu is a lot lighter version. Yeah. So this is not Pikachu. I mean... No. Well, it is in I mean, a way. In a way, it's a first evolution. If you evolution, then he's more orange. Yeah. You yeah. throw him in there, too. I don't know. I mean, you know, like the, the non-shell part of a Togepi... But that's yeah. that's a little bit more paler yeah. than the right the Pichu. I don't know. I'm not I'm not gonna throw that out there. But this one is like a Raichu tail. There you go, Raichu tail. Raichu tail. Okay. I guess I don't have to put that on the geek, geek color reference. <laughs> we do we do have some missing uh, missing numbers yeah. because if you scroll over, they actually give you the the color scale as well. And so, so it's, I got one, three, yeah. five, seven, nines or something, okay. like, or five, ten. Or something. And there's it, a couple holes. So I think we, as a collective, should <laughs> fix this. But I like how you put in Harry yeah. Snitch picture in there. <laughs> I didn't find a level for it yet, but I did that while yeah. we were recording. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. This anyways, is a really good start, though, to this yeah. geek reference. The can is top-notch. Green Bay colors. <laughs> it's, it's uh, I'm on the back end of the can here, and it's again half labeled. So it's 66 percent of the can well, has labels. Well, to when it. you look at the back, you get like a nice reflection of yourself. So <laughs> I see myself in this beer. <laughs> it's like, can I take a selfie? Yeah. Right. Uh, the can hmm. label, of course, is the same boring can, mm-hmm. just white and green this time. And it's like they stamped the Citra on the last one. Now they stamped the American Lager on yeah. there. Yeah, it's pretty simple design. Mm-hmm. I think they put their own labels on, probably. Because, like, here... It's got a bubble. Yeah, bubble. They didn't so. get it. I think there's a brand of flower that has a very similar label to this. I yeah. They, it's, they, it's, they, uh, yeah. like, rolled gold or something. Yeah, something. Some type of flower. It's got that same yep. symbol. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, we can, we can say that 
as simplistic as that is, I think the underdog is better labeled than that one. Yes, definitely. Yeah. All it's, right. It gets the, the higher marks there. So we decided this is close to a Pichu. I just, I think it's more yellow than a pale. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't have anything on the scale yet. And it's not quite Mario coins yet. It's like in between. It's a number yeah, two in on between. the scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a color that we have not identified yet. It soon happened. <laughs> Maybe a hairy snitch. I don't know where that's falling. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't figured out the hairy snitch yet. <laughs> I got a picture of it. I just didn't have a place to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That is a rough smell. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A little rough. Coors Light-esque. Oh, yeah. I don't smell much at all. I think the other one had more, a little bit more of a smell. You don't smell this? Not, not. As, I feel like the other one was, oh. smelled more. The other one had a better smell than this one. Yeah. I just this one's garbo. I don't, smell, <laughs> I don't, I don't smell much at all. <laughs> garbo. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean because it's not I'd, the beer that I had, you know, broad. But I just. Hopefully the taste smells better. This is like a little skunky taste. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pleasant smell. smell. I, I agree. It's like I a skunky don't smell. smell anything at all. Yeah. There, smell mine. I. Yours actually does smell different than mine. <laughs> I was like, I was, gonna, I was gonna say, I'm not gonna smell this one either, but no, it does smell different. Yeah. Seth, I think you lost on this beer trade. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't. I mean, I could smell, I could smell that one still. I got a deviated septum, so. Yeah, there you go. Excuses. <laughs> All right. Shall Hopefully, it doesn't taste skunk. I'm ready. No. <laughs> 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 oh my if this is a strange brew i think it poured out <laughs> oh my this is definitely on the little bit of the skunky side yeah skunkier bittier bit bittier 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 <laughs> just not sure about i wonder it. if it was older i don't know it, it does taste like more metallic or something yeah it's probably sat in the can too long yeah let's see ellison American lager. Not many. I see the lager. Uh, 3.77 out of three ratings. Three ratings. Um, the three people who poured it uh, can into a glass, and then that's the only one. Poured it in March. So that's really, I don't have much there. 3.77. Um, there's two ratings on rate beer with a weighted average 3.25 out of 5. On mm. has... Well, I gotta find the beer first. Untapped <laughs> has a 3.51 out of 141 ratings. So not many ratings there either. Uh, no. I don't know. They call this an adjunct lager. Hmm. Not sure what qualifies as an adjunct lager. I've had that all called too. That's pretty good. You can always do the scanning and scan. They're the putting UBC. they're putting it in the category of like Corona and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like a Mexican lager. Adjuncts are unmalted grains or grain products used in brewing beer, which supplement the main mash ingredient, often with the intentions of cutting cost. Oh. <laughs> but sometimes create an additional feature. Dot 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 dot. Wikipedia. Not entirely sure if I like this. Yeah, if I had some limes, yeah, I feel it like up, it, it feels there, like more like Corona you need a little than... bit something else to go with it. Yeah, 
But I feel like those beers always taste a little skunkier because they're in clear bottles. But this one's in a can, so you can't really compare it that I way. Yeah, I can't blame the skunk on this. What about Rolling Rock? Is that yeah similar? Yeah, yeah, similar maybe. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I'm just thinking Labatt's maybe. No, <laughs> no, get that Canadian shit out of here. I'm thinking Rolling Rock. Like it was a little bit <laughs> similar to this. They had a unique flavor like this. Yeah, I mean those are all kind of skunky too because they're in the green bottle. In the green, yeah. Yep. Well, I checked it in. I was going to say, do we have to? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I believe it's fair. I'll start it off because I don't care. This is a 2.5 for me. It is still better than fuck executioner. (laughs) 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 And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I gave it a 2.5 as well. Better than fuck executioner. (laughs) Row hard. I don't know. I I don't know. I think I could drink row hard over this. That root beer? Yeah. yeah. I might agree with that statement. Rohard was just like drinking a cup of sugar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This one's so. just like drinking a whole thing of piss. <laughs> <laughs> this is more on the pissy end than the, the last pissy. one we drank. Yeah. Oh, Allison, your your lager, your IPD was good. Yeah, the Citra Evolution was good. This was yeah. not. I gave it a, a 2.75. It's Yeah, it's not that great. I, I don't know. It, yeah, I I might grab like a Budweiser before I grab this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I definitely would not do a pint in this, <laughs> knowing what it is now. I had it at two point seven five. I took one more sip, and I'm like, yeah, it's going down. <laughs> I went two and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give it two point five. Also, I'll oh, drop it down. Oh, there you go. Wait, I, t- you, I took one more sip. Are you holding hands then? <laughs> we are holding hands. Yeah. This is a bad hold, man. We held hands for a shit. <laughs> I feel great about that. You got shit on your hands. <laughs> we all, all right. have the same shit. All right, so uh, it's a little bit obvious now between the two, which made the better lager, and that'll be the urban underdog. Yes, yes, yes. 3.1875 versus a 2.5. Um, pretty easy to calculate that one. So Keith, you are the winner, and then Dustin brought in the winner for the beer. Yep, that's pretty exciting. What do we have on the docket in the upcoming weeks? Who knows? Sounds good to me. Some summer, summer movie summer wagers, wagers, summer movie wagers coming up. up. We'll obviously have to talk about the Avengers. Yeah, we have that. It um, just came out. Jessica Jones, number two. Oh, yeah. Uh, we should be looking forward to a, a solo from Andrew. Oh, shit. One. I already watched that. I, I should talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead um, and do a and solo. Yeah, we talked about a Final Fantasy movie, one, music one. Not sure when that's going to happen. And then we also hinted at another thing. If you go on our Twitter, you can find the hint at upcoming projects and events. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that we should probably have a altogether D and D round. That would be fun. That would be fun. So I just have to touch up on storylines and find something that would be quick and easy to do in a seven hour period. <laughs> it seems that's, that's what we do. <laughs> seven hour periods. So, all right. Uh, this is this is good. I like it. Solid. Works for me. Works for you guys. Sounds good me. to me. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Can't wait till these next episodes. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens next with your uh, upcoming 
season threes and fours for your Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You do yep. well. Those will be coming out in, in May, probably, season three. Sweet. Season oh, I got another a Buffy season three coming out, too. Oh. Oh. Cool. Oh. I already watched season three and season four. <laughs> I just haven't recorded anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, as soon as uh, Vikings comes all the way out, I'm yeah, going to yeah. watch that up, and then I'll finish up. I don't think I did four yet. Season four? I'll yeah, that and that'll do five. So we have we have stuff. We just got to find the beer to put it together and uh, yep. uh, record the episodes whenever you're ready. So I'm pretty excited about that. We're just rambling right now, <laughs> uh, but we do have stuff on the horizon. Uh, if there's any episode that you are just going to check out one episode from us and then like forget about us for a little bit, you have to check out the summer movie wager. Yes, I think that is one of our highlights of the year. Absolutely. So, yeah, go ahead and check that out. Uh, watch me make a fool of myself. <laughs> and watch the update everybody on Instagram. Like We do. Weekly, uh, bi-weekly, whatever. It's a couple, yeah, a couple times a month. Uh, we, yeah. we could probably do that on uh, Twitter, and that's my fault for not keeping up with that. So uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Summer summer is always fun. We, we get fun beers. We get summer beers. We get, you know, things like that. It's always a good time. Plus, we're coming up on two years. That's right. In so, July, we'll have our two-year anniversary. Ooh. So it's uh, it's pretty pretty good. Maybe a lot more hand And episode 100 is coming up, too. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, even, just, though, even though it sounds like we're only at 50-something. Yeah, yeah. We're actually at, like, 80-something. Yeah, so just, yeah. So you guys, just so you guys know, we're going to be going through a renumbering process with all of our episodes. Uh, so as soon as we have that... Uh, and hopefully we can get that in before we <laughs> record a new batch of episodes where we can be like, oh, we're on episode 56. And then all of a sudden, episode 88. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, we have about 20 to 30 light episodes mm-hmm. that we've done, solo episodes, group episodes. Uh, I just think that, you know, numbering, or we think that numbering with light episodes should be included with a full episode. So yeah. uh, we're going to be going through the recording uh, and updating those. I think the only problem is episodes like this where we say, oh, welcome to episode 56. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard. So we're going to have to steer away from that until we get those updated. And then uh, yeah. we'll just have to, you know, figure out a numbering system uh, with that. So with that being said, uh, this concludes our lovely Marvel draft. Again, congratulations to Keith, Keith. with Yay. the underdog under win. Dog. Good job, Keith. The, lo- the Loyola. <laughs> it's because you had a Hulk. <laughs> Damn Hulk. Hulk is my sister, Jean. What can you say? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And your so. Punisher. <laughs> so from everybody here at the Drinking and Geek Out studio. Until next time. Drink, Drink up, up and, and geek, geek out. Out. <laughs> I messed it up again. Dustin. Ah! I'm terrible. Adios. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Hello and welcome. Hello. To the Drinking and Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about shows that we're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> it's so true. I'm getting that dick. And it's hazy. I'm so. getting that dick feel again. <laughs> dick feel. <laughs> getting that dick feel. It's got a hard dick feel. It's got a hard dick feel. <laughs> right on the teeth. Oh, God. <laughs> this is going at the end. <laughs> See, whenever I do that, I put it right at the beginning. <laughs>
<laughs> First thing you hear is <laughs> talking about dicks hitting his teeth. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out podcast. This has a lot of dick feel. <laughs> you should jump right to that. <laughs> this could be like our new thing. This is dick feel on his teeth. <laughs> In and around the mouth. Marshmallow soft to, or pillowy soft to rock hard. <laughs> yep. And it won't disappoint. <laughs> I'm going to go home. My wife's going to be happy. <laughs> but the smell is giving me a dick feel. I'm a little hard right now. <laughs> is it a, a tingly dick feel? <laughs> it grows on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. My eyes are watering. It's engorged. <laughs>